Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Harriet Kimmerick with Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today being Sunday, we're going to talk about trust the Lord. We've had quite the week, haven't we? We've been having some weeks, shall we say. It's been a few. It's been a few. But this morning, I stopped by just to encourage you for a little bit, just to talk a little bit about trust and trusting in the Lord. We began the series last week where we talked about trust. But we didn't say who to trust. We didn't elaborate as much as I wanted to because it was a different week with a different focus. But today, I want to focus specifically on who should we trust because these are indeed times that are treacherous for all of us. These are times that have caused us to think many of us are sitting in a place of discomfort. We're sitting in a place of uncertainty. There are many people across the country who are about to lose everything. They have invested everything into their homes, into their businesses, and they're about to lose it all. And people, frankly, are not sure where to go, what to do, and who to trust. The political discourse is not trustworthy. The president began the year by saying the pandemic was a hoax. It was created by the other side of the, of the politics, and it was something that would go away quickly. He didn't want to wear a mask. He still wanted to have rallies to the endangerment of everybody else. All of a sudden, he has reversed course. And you have to make you wonder, who do I trust? Do I trust in what he says? Do I trust in the science? Or who do I trust? Now, whether we like it or not, whether we believe it or not, there are massive numbers of Americans who have fallen ill. There are over 140,000 Americans who have died so far since March of this year. 140,000 Americans. This is not 1918. This is 2020. And Americans are dropping dead from a virus that was highly preventable. Think about that. There are massive numbers of people. There are over 40 million people unemployed. That means they will never get a job. And politicians are still fighting about whether they should give people a stimulus or not. Think about that. Fighting about whether people should be given a stimulus and there are no jobs. Have you driven through Main Street? Most businesses are closed and are closed permanently and have gone out of business. And politicians are fighting about the money they're sitting on that is not theirs, but the money is the people's. Who do we trust in times like these? So I just stopped by to encourage you this morning that whatever place you find yourself sitting in, I know many of us are in different spaces and in different places. And I pray for all of us. I'm not praying for wealthy people. They have enough layers of protection that can stop them and help them and prevent them from tipping over. In fact, Jeff Bezos made $13 billion in one day. Why should we pray for him? Does he sound like he needs a prayer? No. Does he sound like he needs a bailout? No, but he probably would get one, right? Right. So why should I pray for wealthy people? I am praying for you and I who are caught up in this mess. You and I who have everything to lose, 
but who are standing asking God, can you have mercy on me? Asking God, can he stretch his mighty hand of mercy out? Asking God, is there anything that you can do for me? Is there any help coming from above? That's who we're going to entreat you to pray with this morning. So before we begin, let me just start by just saying a prayer. Father, I just thank you for this time of fellowship. I just thank you that you brought my brothers and sisters together in the name of Jesus to hear a word from holy heaven. I ask you to decrease me and increase you so that people can hear your words that will heal them and bring an answer to their issues. I thank you right now that there will be a revival of a need for you and a revival of hearing from God as people go through this mess, our brothers and sisters in Texas along the Gulf Coast, our brothers and sisters in Arizona and Nevada, our brothers and sisters in Florida. Father God, I ask you right now that you send healing to them, send deliverance to those who need it. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so. Amen? You know, it, it is not uncommon as you read the Bible. I have found that the Bible is not just a history book. It is a record. And God had instructed people to keep records. And I, I have never in my wildest dreams have I thought how relevant that would be as I watch what is going on today. How important it is to have a historical record that's non-biased, right, non-judgmental, that just records people who finding themselves in a place where nothing else can help and no one else can help but God, that there is a record that God will deliver Oftentimes, the Bible has been seen as a book of division because the Bible takes a position on every facet of life, whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not. I'm going to be honest with you. As a student of the Bible, I don't always agree. I don't always agree. I know it's hard for you to even fathom that, but I don't always agree, especially with our contemporary and modern life, especially with our contemporary discourse. I don't always have to agree, but I accept that in the wisdom of God, that God knows best, that in the wisdom of God, God knows what is best. So I have come to accept the precepts in the Bible. So whether I agree with them or not, it is what it is. Over time, I have come to see that the wisdom behind it is meant for my good, even when seemingly it takes a position that I might say, "Mm, I'm not so sure about that, Jesus. But Isn't that what is supposed to happen? Over time, we've always seen God portrayed as authoritarian, dictatorial. It's my way or the highway. It's either you do this or you'll be damned. Either you do this or you'll go to hell. But that's not God. If that were the nature of God, he would never have sent a brown skin on our man named Jesus Christ, who was born illegitimately, who had to run to Egypt, to seek shelter (laughs) from people who are looking for him to kill him. Come on now, think about that. But God sent Jesus so that we could see that there is deliverance, that there is hope, right? So when you look at the Bible, I ask you to not just take it contextually, but take it as a ramification and the application of today's life, especially now when we need amplification of what we should do. There are many voices talking about God right now. They're all telling you uh, God is going to do this and God is going to deliver. And what I have found sometimes is that it's nice to hear it, but then when it doesn't happen, then I wonder if I did something wrong. Then I have to wonder, did, did God miss me? Was it not my time yet? 
I don't want anybody hearing this to wonder if this is their time, if God is not going to deliver. All I am going to tell you right now in this space is trust in the Lord. Don't trust onto your own understanding. I have found myself in spaces over, over the years where I have had no choice but to trust in God. And I, and I want to be very clear about that trust and what it means. Because we have come to a place right now where we don't have a choice. Tell me right now which politician can you trust? Which politician do you think is going to deliver you? Right now you are facing foreclosure and eviction. You're facing joblessness. Who is going to come and give you a handout and extend a hand to you to say, come, I'm going to do this? That's going to be very, very difficult to find. You might get more help with the Catholic services. You might get more help from a local church. You might get more help from an individual than look to a politician. So we're looking at our leader to give us direction, and that direction does not always come in a format that we can even resonate with, in a format that we can even talk about. You look at what's happening today, and you have to wonder who is thinking and planning, yeah? Because we're going to war with China. We're agitating for a war with China. Are we in a place to fight a war when we are fighting a pandemic on our hands? That is a war. Yeah? We're fighting millions of Americans dying, and you're going to agitate China? You want to raise them up so China will feel like they have to retaliate? What kind of stupidity is that? Does that even make sense? You want to start a trade war that led to farmers losing millions of millions of dollars in crops. They couldn't export their crops. Nobody was buying our crops. Farmers went bankrupt and lost their businesses because you wanted a trade war because it makes you look good. It's the kind of rhetoric that makes you look good. You have to ask yourselves, who can I trust? Which leader am I going to trust? No one. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, Jesus said it like this. He said, follow me. Clear instruction. In times like these, what did Jesus say? Follow me. It's very clear because if you follow Jack, Ruby, Ashley, Emma, Sally, or Harry, you're going to have, you're going to run into a problem. Because Jack, Ruby, they're all subject. The commonalities they're subject to, they're subject to, to failure. They're subject to their own ends. They're subject to their own thinking. This is why the Bible in Proverbs chapter 3 talks explicitly about trusting in the Lord. Earlier, I said, I don't always agree with what the Bible says. I accept that. It's part of the discourse. It's part of the reasoning that is supposed to happen. It's part of God's way of instructing me and saying, even if you don't like it, it's just like a parent. Even if you don't like what I say, even if you don't agree with it, go along with it, because eventually it's going to take you to the best path and a better outcome for you. Right now, there are many of us who are facing foreclosure this week, haven't paid our mortgages three to four months. What are we going to do? In three to four months, we have not paid our mortgages. How is that going to work, folks? How can that help us, right? It, it, it is unseemly of us to, 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 to figure out what we're going to do about
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.